Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, good morning and welcome to this next morning iced coffee date. These have been a lot of fun to do and just want to give a shout out to the Carrots and Cake podcast. So if you're watching these on Instagram, great. Thank you for being here. I love it. Um, If you're somebody who enjoys a podcast, definitely check out the Carrots and Cake podcast because the audio from these Instagram lives are being used on the podcast. So you can just listen there. I know personally, sometimes I'll watch videos on here, but I do love a good podcast. So if you are a fan of these and you like podcasts, find the Carrots and Cake podcast, subscribe, and then you can listen to these at your leisure. (laughs) You don't have to try to watch while you're driving. Kidding, kidding, don't do stuff like that. You can listen while you're driving. Um, But anyways, I have a few different things to talk about this morning as far as life updates, and then I am going to talk about the post in my feed this morning and then get into reverse dieting real quick because I got a question. When I asked for questions about topics for the next iced coffee date, I got a bunch of great ideas, but one of them was about reverse dieting, so I figured I would touch upon that because I love a good reverse diet. They just work so well and it gets your body to a nice healthy place. So we'll talk about that in a second. So um, the first thing I'm gonna tell you about, Murphy just left, but we have a couple things going on this morning. Um, One, we're going to the vet to check to see how his eye is doing. It looks so much better. Poor dog got, I think a double ulcer on his eye and he was on pain meds, poor dog, um, antibiotics, and then drops. So it's been about a week now, so we're going back for a recheck, so hopefully that is okay. Um, But he is very excited for a ride in the car. So he just left. I was gonna do this update just just for him, and he left me. Um, The second update you guys might find interesting is we are having an inspector come and look at our house to find out where there might be mold. Um, So you guys know I'm doing this mold protocol um, and trying to get better, but the thing about mold is you can do all the protocols and supplements and binders and do the whole thing, but you're not gonna get better until you are out of the mold situation. So if this is a moldy house, um, we need to remediate it, we need to do something to get rid of the mold. So we did the ERMI test, um, which is supposedly the gold standard as far as mold in homes go, and I think in buildings and other things too. Um, The EPA developed it, it really is supposed to be a good test, and mold showed up on that. I mean, it wasn't out of control mold, but definitely above the safe limits so now we're having somebody come to our house to see if they can figure out where it might be Um, because if you walk around our house it is the driest house there is no water damage there's no signs of mold anywhere so I have no clue where it could be I mean we even I even at one point thought it was maybe in the attic um, but we went up to the attic completely dry there's nothing there Um, maybe behind the dishwasher could be a spot but like really I'm just thinking about it like even our basement when we had our home inspection here the inspector was like this is the driest basement I have ever seen so I am totally stumped about where the mold could be Um, my friend Allie shout out to Allie she's my 
<laughs> ulcerative colitis friend. We have never met in person, but we are pretty good buddies um, thanks to the internet. Um, but she had a similar mold situation and has done so much on the mold front. And she was saying mold um, can live in rugs and on um, couches and things like that. So that's the only other thing I thought is maybe some of the rugs from our old house that we brought here. Um, but we bought a new couch when we moved in. We bought new rugs. So I don't know. I am totally stumped on this mold thing. So it'll be interesting. Um, I can give you guys a little update. I'm curious if they're going to have like a report or like something to share when it's all over. But yeah, let's hope it's not a big deal because I heard remediation can be very expensive. So we'll see about that. All right, so um, the post on my feed, I'll talk about that real quick. Um, really, if you feel like you need a pep talk as far as what you are doing, working towards your health goals, maybe you are trying to lose weight, you know, summer is just around the corner. Um, I feel like sometimes, even with our one-on-one -on -one clients, even personally, um, sometimes I do need tough love to really get me to focus on my goals. And um, Carrie Manty said it best. She said, you can't expect A-plus results with C-plus efforts. And I just thought that was like such a great way to say it um, because that's the thing. We, you know, we've, I've definitely worked with clients where they want to lose weight. They say they want to lose weight, but then, you know, from week to week, it doesn't really seem like they're doing what they need to do to get the best results. Um, so this post, you know, just kind of gives you a little pep talk, a little tough love to like really help you focus on what you need to do. Um, and this goes back to the whole idea of nutritional periodization, where if you've been on a diet for six months or nine months or two years or three years of your life, sure, motivation is going to wane. That is a very, very long time to be committed to tempor temporary restriction and doing all the things. And that's why I'm so big on planning out your nutrition and planning a cut. I actually had um, office hours with our alumni group yesterday and we were talking about this, that I'd almost rather have somebody do an eight week cut, so kind of like a shorter cut, but be 110% in, do everything that they need to do so they can get the best results possible. Because sure, you could do a four month cut, a five month cut. I mean, I wouldn't have somebody go longer than that because like I said, motivation really does wane. Um, but I feel like you would get much better results being all in in eight weeks or 12 weeks than like half-assing it for like three to four to five months, you know? And then you're frustrated and you're not doing what you need to do. So um, long story short, check out the post. That wasn't the topic of today's <laughs> iced coffee date. But I do feel like sometimes it really does help people focus their efforts and what they need to do. And of course, you know, figuring out if it is the best time for you to diet. Because I know I've talked about this, this is another side tangent, um, but if you're in a place in your life where you just have other priorities, that cut and dieting is not gonna be at the top of your priority list, and that's okay. So it's important to find a time where you're not super duper stressed with work, um, you don't have a newborn or a toddler who's not sleeping. Um, it really is best to wait for a time that really makes sense, and it, it's okay, you know, like what is the rush? Why do you have to do it right now? You'll have better results, be happier, not as crazy and frustrated if you wait to a time where it does make sense for you to devote time and energy to tracking macros and meal prep and sleeping and working out and whatever else you need to do to get to your results. Okay, so that is my little pep talk for you guys there. Check it out, read through it. Definitely um, some things to consider for you. 
Okay, so the question I got yesterday about reverse dieting, it was basically how to transition from a cut to a reverse diet. Um, and you guys know I love a good reverse diet. I do have a four week self-paced course. So if you're somebody who feels like they might need a reverse diet, they really want instruction, a little handholding, the resources to do it, um, check out that course. Um, there's also a free resource in my profile um, where it's a quiz to see if you need a reverse diet because that's the other thing. Some people are like, well, what is a reverse diet? Do I need a reverse diet? This quiz will tell you what a reverse diet is, why you potentially would need it, and then there are questions you can answer um, to determine if a reverse diet is the next step for you. So check out those resources if you are kind of all in on this reverse dieting thing. And then as far as how to transition, I was telling the ladies in the office hours yesterday this actually, so I think this is a great topic, but I feel like when you finish your cut, you should almost think about like staying in that cut in the sense that when you're doing a reverse diet, you're gonna wanna add 50 to 100 calories per week. And the whole idea of a reverse diet is that if you add calories very slowly and very purposefully, um, the weight will not come back on. So if you think about it, when you do a cut, you cut your calories down to a very low number and that's why your body loses body fat. Um, and if you swing up and start eating a ton of calories, that's when the weight comes back so a good example of this is you know you're going on a vacation you cut your calories super duper low you lose the weight for the vacation and then you go on vacation and you live it up you go totally over on the number of calories you've been eating and that's when all the weight comes back um, and that's like a pretty common scenario but it's because when you were in that deficit your body got used to eating that low number of calories so when you start eating a higher number of calories the weight's going to come right back because there's such a surplus of calories with a reverse diet you are very slowly adding in calories to get back up to your maintenance number and in theory, your body will upregulate to those number of calories. So if it, extra 50 calories, extra 100 calories, like you're not gonna gain fat. Um, it, a lot of the times your body's just like, oh cool, there are more calories for us to use, so we're gonna make your lungs work better. We're gonna give you a little more energy to go faster on your run, things like that. So that little increase in calories is not gonna make a huge deal. And that's why, or a huge difference, huge deal. <laughs> make a huge difference as far as body fat goes. And that's why when I'm showing these plans that we do with one-on-one -on -one clients, like they're not gaining any weight. They're basically staying the same. Maybe they gain a pound, then they lose a pound. Maybe they gain two pounds and lose a pound. They're not gaining a ton of weight, but they're eating so many more calories. And another important thing to um, point out as far as making this transition is that you're only adding like 50 to 100 calories. That's like maybe a tablespoon of nut butter. It's not a ton of food. So my advice is not to rush it, to be very, very purposeful. You still gotta weigh, you still gotta measure. It's not like, boom, the, the cut's over, you can go back to eating how you used to eat. You really want to do it very, very slow. Um, and the other thing I was gonna say is sometimes people get like a little freaked out about eating more and they get scared that all the weight's gonna come back. And the key is not to freak out, to just be consistent, just stay steady. Um, and really give yourself two to three weeks to really assess kind of where things are. Um, so if you increase by, you know, 50 calories a day per week, sorry, I should have said that, it's 50 to 100 calories per day per week. So one full week, seven days of adding that number of calories. If everything feels good, then you'll increase to another 50 to 100 calories the next week and then the next week. And sometimes reverse diets can take months. So think about that too. Um, but what I was gonna say, back to my point, is to do it really, really slow 
slowly. I think that is the best way to do it. But if you think about being in a cut and then going back to maintenance, you wanna make sure you're almost in that same cut mentality that you need to be purposeful about what you're eating, weighing and measuring, because the slower you go, the less likely you are to have that weight gain come back. Um, and I don't think you need to be like exactly 50 calories or exactly 100 calories. That's kind of why I was giving people that wiggle room, because it's hard to get exactly that number of calories, and that's not how the body works. I mean, it's not like, oh my God, we have exactly 75 calories, and this is what we're gonna do with it, because your energy needs change from day to today. Another important thing to point out is during a reverse diet, you want to add strength training. It is very, very important because during a cut, you're most likely losing some of that muscle because you are in a calorie deficit. So you want to put back on that muscle and you are eating extra calories. So those extra calories can go towards building muscle as opposed to putting on fat. So it's very key. And having a plan is very important for that too. So I was telling the ladies on the call yesterday um, that having like a 12 week plan or something like that to go through your reverse with a strength training program is really, really helpful as far as like keeping you on track and motivated. And of course, this could be a perfect plug for Strong Made Simple 2.0. It is a 12-week plan, comes out for beta testers next week. <laughs> so just FYI in that. But strength training is really important because you want to make use of those extra calories. Um, and then finally, and just a quick reminder about a reverse diet. The goal with a reverse diet is not to lose weight. So I'm gonna say that again. The goal of a reverse diet is not to lose weight. If you're somebody who has been under eating for a very, very long time and maybe you go into a reverse, sometimes we see people who lose weight because their body is so stressed out that when they start eating more food, it gets like really happy and it starts to gain muscle and it starts to lose fat and like the hormones start working well and everything. But a traditional, regular reverse diet for the majority of people, your weight's gonna mostly stay the same. The most I've ever seen people gain is maybe like four to five pounds. I've never seen more than that. Like honestly, most people just stay the same. But the goal is not to lose weight. The goal for you um, is to uh, um, make the most of those calories and get you back up to a maintenance phase. So you can hang out there and you can live your life and spend the most of your life there in maintenance. Because yeah, the longer you're in maintenance, the better results you're gonna get when you try to cut again or decide to do a bulk or anything like that. Um, but really it's to prevent you from gaining a ton of weight. So that is reverse dieting in a nutshell. Hopefully those tips and advice were helpful. Um, oh, actually I have one more little thing. Um, as far as tracking your progress during a reverse diet, I think a lot of people focus on the scale and sure that is a good, you know, can be helpful as far as like what you were doing, but it is not the end all be all. So I have my clients track other forms of biofeedback and measurements and things like that. Because a lot of the times what happens during a reverse diet is like you start to feel so much better. You start to have a lot more energy. Um, like you just, you're sleeping better, like your skin improves, things like that. Um, but the scale, like I said, might stay the same, might go up a couple pounds and it's not, it's not a big deal and it's not something to freak out about. So I want people to track other measures of progress as opposed to just the scale. Um, Cause I think what happens is sometimes people will see the scale like bounces up like three pounds and they like kind of freak out and they go back to cutting or they cut their calories again and they just keep living in that deficit forever and ever. And that's just not good for our hormones and thyroid, your mental space. Um, so that's why I say, you know, give it two to three weeks between each adjustment. If you feel like you are 
are gaining weight or you're getting stressed out about the calories, just do it as slow as possible. And I've definitely had clients where it's taking us many, many months to get through a reverse because they don't really trust the process, they don't trust themselves, like they have a really hard time getting their brain behind this idea of adding more calories um, to their diet and not gaining a ton of weight. So just be slow and steady and don't rush through it and you'll get to maintenance at some point. But um, just wanted to throw those few things in because I've done this with a lot of clients and I've seen <laughs> all these different things happen. Um, but anyways, like I said, if you're somebody that really wants to do a reverse, you're ready to do it, you want, um, like I said, some support and hand-holding, um, the four-week course is a great way. It tells you everything you need to do, gives you a plan to do it, helps you lay it all out there for you, and there is a private Facebook group, so if you need help or have questions, you can get answers from me, the other coaches on my team, other people in the group who have done reverse diets, so it's a really, really great opportunity to do it not totally by yourself because that's the thing if you don't really know what to do it's kind of overwhelming and maybe you quit too soon um so this course really just helps you figure it all out lay it all out and figure out how to get out of that cut back to maintenance without gaining a ton of weight all right guys, now I am really done. I hope you found this helpful. Um, like I said, I love a good reverse diet. If you have questions, um, send them my way. And I hope you're having a great morning so far. 